0: Stop! Stop oh, it's climbing. not ta- It's not tall
1: enough, Rose.
0: It's not tall enough. No. Only that one over there is.
1: Yeah. I gotta wait for everybody else to get. No, I didn't have enough momentum. Damn it. Everyone's starting to figure it out. Oh, they're just pushing over closer. They're doing the smart thing.
0: <laughs> Bro. Woo! The game glitched and got me up here, but these rhinos are pa- making me pay for it. These are the fucking yeah. God damn it! These are the Agent Smiths. Let me out of here, dude. Bro, bro I have been getting pummeled by these. No, I'm oh, dead. These bulls just bent me over and held me down, bro.
2: <laughs> they
0: held me the fuck down and they high fived each other as they me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this
0: is a funny, that was a hallmark movie from the '90s, right there, dude. That was some bullshit. <laughs> I felt the pressure, dude. Oh my god. That, that,
1: is that what it's like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so They Eiffel Tower, dude. I'll dude, they them. did, dude.
2: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't even report them because there's no evidence. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dick's Talk Flicks. I'm here with my co-host, the foremost expert at choking chickens, his <laughs> and others. Billy, how you doing?
0: You're damn right, dude. <laughs> I've choked the shit out of this chicken.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Every night I hear. Sometimes people get up in the middle of the night because they hear a con and they won't know where it comes from. That's when you
0: know everybody <laughs> just needs to stay in their room for a little bit longer. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's good. Well, today we're doing a special film from a special studio known as Troma Entertainment Incorporated. Uh, Troma is an independent joint started by Yale alumni Lloyd Kaufman, who is a director who's directed most of the prolific films in the Troma catalog, and his friend Michael Hertz, uh, or hers, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Basically, though, they're a low-budget team that made counterculture films in the similar vein to John Waters in the 70s, except instead of trying to be overtly profane and focus on niche outcast groups, Troma mostly focuses on films, and I quote this directly from the website, aimed at primarily 16- to 35-year-old market, uh, in particular men, I assume, and uh, people who generally have the sensibilities of teenagers
0: not too uh, dissimilar from our show <laughs> <laughs>
1: which is why they're the perfect movies for us to go over oh yeah like i said they've been making movies since the 70s and their latest major film was return to return to newcomb high aka volume volume two it came out in 2018 and in that time several major names have either worked on or for or had their films distributed by Troma. Names you might recognize, such as Trey Parker, James Gunn, Eli Roth, Oliver Stone, James Seamus, and even names like Kevin Costner, Duf- Dustin Hoffman, Samuel L. Jackson, and Robert De Niro, have had part in trauma films and uh, trauma dis- distributed films.
0: That's right, dude. Guardians of the Galaxy James Gunn did Tromeo and Juliet, which is basically a porno. Yeah, so.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah he is uh, the lead writer on that film. And maybe in the future we'll, we'll review some of those. Just Fuck to, yeah, we will. for shifting giggles. Oh yeah. Uh, and Billy, you're the one to to introduce me to Trauma, so I wanna ask, how did you first know about it? Where what was your exposure to it? <laughs> um,
0: again, dude, my dad, man, he loved the original Toxic Avenger. He would watch that shit all the time. I mean Seeing, like, titties and, like, ex- exploitation films, like, weren't out of the norm of, like, reality for me back then. Because we would watch all these garbage, like, I don't even know how he finds them back then. Because it wasn't like this shit was really at Hollywood Video or, or Blockbuster. You oh, know? yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, seems like everybody had them. That's kind of how these movies existed. Just transfer of hands and VHS and stuff. And it, it, I have a really funny, I've I relate so much to some of these trauma movies growing up that on prom night me and my buddy rented just a trauma marathon and that's what we did after prom instead of like going to like a cool party you know and shit like in the movies we just sat there and watched the toxic avengers and it was awesome
1: yeah it is awesome prom's overrated anyway
0: yeah i mean i still got laid so i went (laughs) all around
1: (laughs) for real Alright, well, without further ado, what do you say we just jump right in?
0: Fuck yeah, dude, let's do it.
1: Alright.
3: You're sitting at home and your stomach is bubbling. No food in the fridge and your hunger is growing. <laughs>
1: So we open on a pair of teenagers dry humping in an Indian burial ground. Uh, The girl tells him that he's the best dry humper in school, and he asks her how she knows that. And she quickly just changes the subject. Uh, She's worried that something might happen, and he he tells her that uh, nothing's gone wrong at this place since those teenagers were decapitated (laughs) some years ago, which for some reason calms her down. So he, he tries to undo her bra, and he breaks down crying. She asks him what's wrong, and if it's the bra that's causing it, and he says, no, it's because you're going off to college, and it's the bra, I just can't get it undone. (laughs) I think she says, oh, you'll get there someday.
2: Yeah,
0: and anytime something happens in these movies, it's, like, after-recorded sounds, like, over the top, so every time he's trying to get her bra off, her boobs are making, like, jello-jiggly sounds and (laughs) shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. She asks him to to come to, to college with her, but he says that... He, he wants to, but unfortunately, his mom's retarded and his dad is blind, so <laughs> if he goes, then nobody would be able to take care of them. She tells him that he doesn't really have anything to worry about, that those guys with the six-figure jobs waiting for them and their dad's company after they get out of college aren't going to be anything to her, so it's nothing to worry about. Eventually, she just undoes the bra for him, though, and we get our first shot of boobs. First of many in this movie.
0: Yeah, we start off good. They're good mm-hmm. boobs.
1: She pulls out his pants, and the guy has a Yankees tattoo on his ass, which will be important later. And then at this point, they actually start fucking. And uh, a bunch of zombie hands come up out of the ground, and they start feeling them up. It's like grabbing the chick's boob and her thighs and stuff. And she's like, oh, you've got hands like an octopus. And one of the zombies is like fingering his asshole. She's like, oh, I love the purity of our love.
0: And the finger rips off at his asshole. (laughs) He's like, what a woman. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but they get scared because a guy jumps out and he's got an axe in his hand and she's like oh look at that in his hand no his other hand and turns out he's jerking off yeah uh, and the guy is like well this is just a menage a trois now it's sexier if we have somebody watch and she's like no I'm, I'm done i'm out of here he looks terrible
0: he's all sweaty and he's like bald <laughs> he's like a curly's hair where he's bald with a big old side
1: fro <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, his, his side <laughs> hairs—they're like out to the side, like a clown.
3: Oh, 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 Wendy! Oh, I never knew love could be so beautiful and
2: pure. He has something in his hand. Holy shit! An axe. No, the other hand. <laughs> Bro-
4: uh, Wendy,
3: don't be such a prude. You know, think of it as a compliment. I'm going home. No, Wendy, wait, Wendy.
2: Oh, oh.
3: what an incredible woman. You know, thanks a lot, dude.
1: Well, the guy leaves, the teenager that is, and uh, the other guy sticks around. And he sees that their their underwear is still on the f- ground, so he picks up <laughs> the chick's underwear first, and apparently it smells awful, so he. <laughs> he picks up the guy's underwear, and he's like, ooh, Arby!" Yeah, he starts jerking off to that instead. That's so funny. Well, one of the zombie hands shoots up from out of the ground, though, and it goes straight up his ass, and apparently it just crawls all through his intestines. It goes out of his mouth, grabs the underwear, and then shoots back through and kills him.
0: This is when you get your first, like, over-the-top trauma gore. It reminds you right off the bat, dude.
1: Yeah, <laughs> how awesome these movies are. Yeah. And cue the opening credits, Poultry Geist, Chicken of the Dead. (laughs) The guy from last night, as we know, his name's Arby. One of the running gags in this movie is all the named characters are named after fast food chains.
0: Dude, it took me until the movie was over to figure that out. (laughs) Yeah, me
2: too.
1: (laughs) He comes back to the cemetery the next day to see there's a, a mob of angry protesters outside of a building where the graveyard was. And we learn from the protesters that it's a fast food restaurant. And the crowd, they have this chant where it's like an overly long and intricate statement about why fast food chains are bad and (laughs) what they expect to happen in like the next three years about it. And well, wishful thinking, fucking fast food chains are still here and they ain't going anywhere anytime soon.
0: Yeah. That's really crazy about this movie is like, it's so of 2006 Mm -hmm. and like a lot of what they're because a lot of, well, I mean, most trauma movies are are satire of like what's happening at the time, like politically and shit. It's so funny, and even today, we're st- like you said, we're still bitching about these goddamn same things.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Did you see the sign in the background
1: though? Uh
0: oh. Oh, it, uh, it's their little lesbian group, Clam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all wearing clam shirts, and then the sign in the back spells it out. It says "College Lesbians Against Mega Conglomerations."
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Yeah, they're all just vegan lesbians, and they're protesting this chicken, and also. Uh, Indian burial ground joint.
1: That's so funny. Well, speaking of lesbians, uh, Arby finds out that his girlfriend, who we find out his name is, her name is Wendy. She's making out with a chick, and he tries to get with her again, but it's clear that she's moved on. She's like shoving him off and stuff. We also get some more tits when he throws his drink in the air because somebody just gives him a beer, and then he, when she shoves him off, he throws it dramatically behind him and it lands on <laughs> the chick's boobs, and she just starts shaking him. The the lesbian argues that corporate America is destroying her lands. And he's like, you're the whitest person I've seen. Everybody here is white and wearing terrible shoes. Right. And they're like, yeah, well, we've got a real Native American with us. And they pull out this guy who's like a white guy who's kind of brown. And he's like, <laughs> just completely shit-faced and guzzles down a whole bottle of scotch.
0: Yeah, and Arby's like, well, Indians did love to drink, so this checks out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well arby swears he'll get wendy back and he breaks into the first big musical numbers of the film because this movie is also a musical
0: yeah i had to remind tosh that this is a musical as
1: well <laughs> <laughs> does she hate musicals or something
0: no it's it's just so out of the, like the realm it's like um uh, uh, chillerama you know you just kick into a fucking musical out of nowhere
1: oh it's so good and his musical number at this point is basically just him saying that he's going to work at the restaurant just to spite her.
3: when I rolled out of bed today little did I know Wendy was gay she dumped me for some hippie ho oh, oh. with hairy pits and a studded nose she eats a snatch just like a pro in a Jenna Jameson-like dyke porno. A feminazi with no bra, she will forbid menage a trois, with some two-inch man meets like moi. That cunt-faced double dildo thief don't know rubber cocks can't make true queef. I will show them where's the beef. You elitist assholes, full of shit. I think I'll do the opposite. If Wendy and her broad protests with this mob, I think I'll go inside and get myself a job. As Jesus said, as he died, yo, business, please, revenge is a dish best
2: served fried.
1: And just then, we see a storm brewing, and we see a, a gnarly egg fall out of a box of chicken inside the restaurant. Uh, but the guy, Mexican guy working there, just puts a bag. And his name is uh, Paco Bell, <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: because, because of course it is. And Arby goes in, where he meets the manager, whose name is Denny, who immediately takes him on, and he starts introducing him to the crew. First, there's Hummus. She's a, a, a Muslim lady in a burka who makes a bunch of suicide or bomber jokes throughout the whole movie. And the other guy is Paco, who he, he, he's introduced by him picking up a, a raw chicken off the ground and wiping it on his, his, his shirt and just putting it into the fryer.
0: He's my favorite of the like actual employees in this movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, when he puts it in the fryer, the chicken starts screaming. like <laughs> Kind of a way that the lobster put it into boiling water might, but also in a way that somebody just being set on fire would. And, uh, we get introduced to the last member of the team, Carl Jr., who's a big fat redneck guy who apparently was on the d- debate team with Artie. Uh, apparently, Artie's position was that bestiality was bad, <laughs> and Carl's was <laughs> the opposite.
0: Yeah, he mentions he loves bestiality, and then, like, right after that, the boss finds that bag of all the pulsating eggs and shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he, he looks in the box and he sees that there's a bunch of gross eggs, so he sends Carl to get more chicken, and then he just tells Paco to go put the eggs in the back. Or he tells him to put it with the breakfast food.
0: He keeps calling, yeah, he's like, he, he actually himself calls them like slimy pulsating eggs, and he's like, oh, just get them out of here, put them next to the breakfast.
1: <laughs> yeah, they'll eat it, whatever. And he gives RV his, his official job title, he's the the counter girl, and he even gives <laughs> on a skirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He goes up to the front to to officially open the doors, but uh, nobody's outside, presumably because of all the protesters. But who else but Ron Jeremy runs in and tells him that this (laughs) place is built on the the burial tribe of the Tromahawk tribe, and that everybody needs to run out while they still can. But then he orders some chicken anyway.
0: He gets a cluckwork orange drink, too.
1: (laughs) 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 So good. Yeah, and the... uh, The cashier thing they have, because you know how on, like, McDonald's and stuff, they don't have actual computers. It's just a machine that's just, like, fries, burger, whatever. And so (laughs) theirs is just filled with chicken heads, and it makes, like, (laughs) noises every time they press a button. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Well, customers are finally starting to, to come in, and their first customer is Jared, who uh, apparently lost a lot of weight because he was eating nothing but fast food, but he was eating the the healthy choices off the menus. But then the camera turns, and he's just this morbidly obese (laughs) fucking giant guy. It's
0: it's supposed to be Jared the subway guy.
1: Yeah, I (laughs) know. (laughs) And he orders like 20 things off the menu and has like tons of condiments and all this specialty stuff on top of it.
0: They're all like, you're such an inspiration. He's so brave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: We get to show what the food prep is like, and uh, it's horrifying. Uh, First, they have the burger, (laughs) and it's just, like, slapped together. It's just, like, a a fried chicken patty that's just kind of, like, thrown onto a piece of dry lettuce and two buns. And Hannah's just, like, sprays a bunch of ranch dressing all over it. Not onto the patty, but just all over the fucking burger.
0: Yeah, the bread and everything.
1: (laughs) And they just slam some mashed potatoes on there and hand it up to Carl. And Carl says to put gravy on it, but I guess he doesn't know how to read. And so he just gets, like, some oil or some shit that's just in a jar and just, like, put it on there. (laughs) And while they're doing all this, one of the eggs ends up falling onto the plate. So when it gets to the front to Jared, he looks at it, and he's disgusted by it, but he eats it anyway. And immediately he gets sick. (laughs) So he takes his food, and he's running to the bathroom with his food still in hand. And he kicks the door open, and he just <laughs> pulls his pants down. We get a shot of his ass from the perspective of the toilet.
0: Dude, this is the best. This is the best shot. I, as soon as this kicked in, because it's literally like a puppet ass, though, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, and it like, and the camera's from a toilet bowl, you know, inside. And I was like, immediately, like, fuck yes! I remember how cool this movie is. And shit starts spraying all over the fucking screen.
1: It starts shitting into the toilet, and the backsplash is just spraying all over.
0: And then like later on it puts a tiny little sensor bar over it, it so censored, but there's like bloated shit spraying out anyway. <laughs> yeah.
2: oh, man.
1: So Wendy comes in and she gives a presentation about all the horrible things that are happening to the chickens as they're getting processed to be eaten. But over her whole presentation, we just hear Jared just shitting his fucking <laughs> brains out and just reverberating in the bathroom. And all the images she's showing are like like you said, this this movie is very early 2000s, and so a lot of the pictures are things like the 9 11 towers, but there's like a chicken driving the plane, and like yeah. it's the chick from fucking Guantanamo Bay torturing a chicken. <laughs> Hitler <laughs> was shooting a chicken. And... <laughs> She's like, look what they
0: make them do. Oh, uh,
1: it's so funny.
3: Are you working here just to upset me? I mean, how could you leave me for Sappho Be Anthony out there? Do you hear this? That's the sound of my aching heart.
2: Today is not about us. Just look at the atrocities American Chicken Bunker performs on the chickens that you serve to the ignorant masses. My fucking asshole! shit ah! so i am sure that after hearing all this information everyone
4: here will realize it is wrong to eat any type of meat Where the, fuck
2: the toilet paper.
1: well the lesbian wendy's girlfriend whose name is uh is mickey as well i'll just call her mickey from now on. she comes in and joins in all the shit talking stuff She's like telling Arby off about how terrible he is for working here, and he's like, "Well, at least I'm man enough to have a job that pays three fifty an hour."
0: Yeah, I provide for my family with this hardworking job.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's how it felt working in high school for sure, though. Oh my god, no kidding.
1: Well, Arby also says that protesting the restaurant means protesting America, and it's one of the few countries other than canada and western mongolia and all these other places where a member of the kkk can rise up from the ranks and become president of a powerful corporate empire
0: he gets the crowd chanting usa like it's a fucking soccer game and shit Mm -hmm.
1: and in response mickey just punches him in the balls Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but then for some reason mickey and wendy just start making out and he's like yeah we should make love and not war and they're like yeah okay and they get their tits out and they (laughs) start like gyrating on the floor and he gets down on with them and just starts fucking them and we get this long sequence of them just like rubbing all over each other
0: well one point he he starts off though is he sits against the counter and he sprays ketchup and uh, mustard on his dick and he's like (laughs) eat up bitch and then they they both go (laughs) down and the screen cuts
1: that's so funny Turns out he was just fantasizing, though. And he was drumming yeah. the register the whole time. And we get an open-mouth reaction from the <laughs> crowd. It's, like, very over-dramatized. They're just like, what? Yeah. And we get the the most infamous line from this movie. Wendy starts crying, and she says, how can I ever love someone who wants me to eat cock? And, she, <laughs> and she's running out. She's flailing her arms and, like, going, <laughs> oh, I love this I movie. I love it, yeah. That was
0: what made the hot dog dick scene, like, the best.
1: hmm Cut back to Jared, he's still shitting on the toilet. <laughs> and <laughs> something from the toilet actually jumps back into him through his ass, which calls him, causes him to fall off the toilet, and he's just spraying all over the place like a hose. <laughs> it's first <laughs> it's shit, and then it's blood, and it's just going all over the place. And whatever it is that jumped up inside of him causes him to implode and burst out of his own stomach. And it's a skinnier version of him that has blue eyes for some reason.
0: He looks like a fucking Hellraiser character,
1: dude.
0: (laughs) He has like no skin, I'm looking crazy.
1: (laughs) He runs out of the bathroom shouting about how skinny he is. But then Arby looks in and calls his manager over and him and Denny are just looking at it and Denny takes this opportunity to go on a rant about how the white man is always making the black man clean up his mess. Like in Vietnam, how the white man pissed off the red man, so the black man had to come in and clean up everything.
0: Yeah. And this bathroom <laughs> is fucking chaos, dude. It's like ceiling yeah. the floor and literal, like, watery shit and blood.
1: Oh, man. I'm sure people who have worked those oh, kinds yeah. of jobs tell you some fucking stories.
0: Hey, man. I was a school custodian for, like, eight years. <laughs> I've seen it all. <laughs>
1: Well, he gets Arby to do it, which causes Arby to break into another song with Wendy singing as well. And this is one of the longest, most like, produced songs in the whole movie. Dude, yeah. Uh, they it, most of the lyrics are just fucking nonsense, but basically, it's about how Arby and Wendy actually miss each other and just the circumstances of their lives have driven each other apart. But we get a lot more boobs in the scene, and we get a poster for Tromeo and Juliet. And Hell
0: yeah, so. dude. I I was like, I was thinking, like, I bet this dude loved filming this scene. Because it's literally only him and like 20 naked ladies. Well, I guess they're only (laughs) topless, but still, like.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: like, oh, sorry, I forgot my line. Let's try that again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's good.
3: All of these fried chicken wings that I'm serving, they make me yearn. Your breasts, legs, and thighs My hunger for you is unswerving Without you my heart starves and dies
2: All these protests and speeches I'm making Chicken suffering and slaughter. His only response is that I'm faking, that I'm gay, like Dick Cheney's daughter.
3: My meat in your buns made such special sauce.
2: Frost. Could be nostalgia for all that is lost. Could it be that our love
3: is star-crossed? Oh, I sure miss getting my salad tossed. You are my fries, and your shake makes me shiver. You're a happy meal sent from above. This drive-through called life deliver a heavenly slow fast food love. Since that night,
2: all I have is self-pleasure.
1: After the musical number's over, we get a huge limo that pulls up to the restaurant, and we get a, a Colonel Sanders-looking figure named the General, of course. He climbs out with some babes in flush skirts, and of course they just have huge tits with just bikini tops. So the lesbian lays out her spiel about how corporate America is bad and how awful the animals are treated for the restaurant chains and blah blah blah. And as she's saying this, we get a shot of all the protesters all slurping Starbucks coffees at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And this breaks out into another musical number, with the colonel answering all the questions that the protesters have, so some fat guy runs up and he says, Oh, your food is unhealthy. And he says, Oh, that's not the food that's making people fat. So just shut up and eat it already. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, they bring up that independent mom and pop stores are being shut down by all these huge corporations and stuff. And he says, all oh, those are just relics of the past. And, uh, they couldn't survive in this day and age anyway and then they also bring up about how restaurants are taking advantage of illegal immigrants and retards by playing them less than minimum wage and he says well it's better than them being on welfare (laughs) yeah Yeah. Jeez. so then they finally point out that uh there's a lot of malicious advertisements aimed at children's how like mcdonald's ads and stuff will play on kids tv shows and have the crappy plastic toys indoctrinate them into having positive nostalgic opinions about the restaurants. But then he counters by saying that uh kids can actually come to the restaurant and learn how to read by looking at our menus and <laughs> learn arithmetic by counting calories. And he also says how fast food chains are more popular than Jesus now, so it's like, what are you really gonna do?
0: Hey. True story. <laughs> Troubled angry faces, confusion all about Tell me
3: all of your concerns, and I'll sort your problems out. Well, I used to be quite glimuthy, but thanks to the fast food industry, I've gained the weight, I'm big and fat. What have you got to say about that?
2: What have you got to say about that?
3: It's not our fault, our food's nutritious. Somewhat fresh and quite delicious, your big fat mouth tells big fat lies, so plug it up with our large
2: fried five. Independent businesses are Mom's screw those
3: two-bit corner stores we can offer so much more leave those relics in the past do you want quality or do you want it fast
1: got to the inside of the restaurant and uh hummus is praying on her mat because she's a muslim while Paco, he's, uh, he's putting chicken feet and heads into the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> and they're grinding them up to make chicken nuggets, I, I assume. But then he gets them on a stool and he starts pissing into it. <laughs> and then uh, Arby goes back... Uh, where they're keeping the food storage and he's got shit all over his hands yeah. and, on the mop and stuff <laughs> and he's like putting his hands in all the boxes in the food and puts the mop inside a lot of the boxes and he's like oh man I need a paper towel where
2: <laughs> to <plan? laughs>
0: and then he gets surprised by the mascot that like uh home alones his cheeks
1: with the poop hands dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the mascot is just super yeah. taken aback. he's like what the fuck's going on <laughs> Well, the mascot he takes off his helmet, and who else but Lloyd Kaufman is inside? And Hell he talks yeah. about his life, which, uh, of course, is exactly the same as Arby's. He even had a girlfriend named Wendy, and he even has the same Yankees tattoo on his ass,
0: and the same retarded parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: same blind dad, retarded mom. Yeah, yeah, and he he laments about because he didn't have any ambitions, and because of that, he just he's been working the same job for the last twenty five years. And then uh, a thunderstorm lights up the room, even though there's no windows.
0: <laughs> yeah. And Arby's like, that's strange. The weatherman didn't say anything about thunderstorms inside. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> idiot.
1: Well, we go back to Paco, and now he's jerking off into the chicken. <laughs> and Hummus is looking at him, making noises like...
0: Ooh! <laughs> yeah, anytime she reacts, it's like that. It's just like <laughs> a fucking tool man sound. <laughs>
1: yeah. But while he's distracted, jerking off... Something comes up and turns the meat grinder on and it pushes him in. <laughs> He's, he falls head first in and it just starts saying gore and blood all over the damn place. Everything's just coated from head to toe. And who should come back just in time but Denny and the colonel. Or uh, the general. I'm gonna keep mixing them up. Yeah. This whole <laughs> and they decide to blame it on hummus and they start <laughs> saying a bunch of <laughs> Islamic slurs and shit like that. Then we go back to the Arby and uh, Lloyd. They're in the, the back room. We get a, a, a hard R, N-word from Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. I only say it because I know some people get upset by things like that, but I mean, come on. It's you 2006,
0: the man. They they go really into it in this movie.
1: It's 2006, and also, yeah. look at what movie you're watching. Like, <laughs> <laughs> If you've gotten this far and you're not offended yet, I don't know. I don't Very, know what true. To
0: Very true. Very true.
1: We go into another musical number, though. This one's one of my favorite ones, where it's just Lloyd talking about how you shouldn't work dead-end jobs like this, because you'll get stuck there, and your life will just be horrible. Yeah. But uh, every time he tries to, to pass on this advice, Arby counters it with something else. He says, oh, I won't be stuck here forever. i got a plan B. I'm going to join the army.
0: Yeah. And he's <laughs> even trying to like make sense of being a manager at the place. He's like, it's not mm-hmm. so bad. It comes with benefits and stuff, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, this job
3: sucks. You'll want to kill yourself. Now, haven't
2: you
3: heard? <laughs> a career in fast food is like polishing turds. It may shine like a diamond or sparkle a bit. But a turd is a turd. It's still just a shit. I hear what you're saying. You- Crazy old man But riches and bitches Are part of my plan A career fast food Although at first seems untrendy Might win me the heart Of my dear Wendy
4: Just look at me How pathetic I stand Alone In this land No chance for romance Just my dick in my hand
3: no chance for a romance, man, boy, why can't you see? Just minimum wage through rotisserie. So smarten up, dumbass, before it's too late. Earn your BFA or your fuck f-u-c-k-e-d. A Bachelor of Fine Arts is for rich snobby queers, but for me it's just debt for another four years. Nope, I'm soaring on the wings, bright golden brown, on these flightless birds right out of this town.
1: Go back to the kitchen though, and the general just tells Denny to, to clean up and continue on like nothing's happened because they quickly figure out that, uh, Paco's the one who's gotten to the meat grinder. Yeah, And just just as they're saying this, Arby comes in and he's looking around at the scene. He's looking from from hummus to, to the general to the pile of meat. And the, and the meat has, it still has Paco's name tag and <laughs> didn't get grinded up. And his eyeballs are just like sitting on top of it. And he's just like, uh, whatever, okay. And then the general's
0: like talks to the, uh, the boss and he's like, don't worry, We'll pay Paco for a full day's salary.
1: A full day's wage. <laughs> yeah. And keep quiet about this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. calls Paco, which is slurs and leaves. Back at the front, we get an Irish priest in a toupee. And he finds Paco's penis in a sloppy jose, which is just a sloppy Joe, but <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so uh Arby's decides that he's just gonna give him a free one. But he goes in the back, and as he's making it. He puts it all together, and it turns out Paco's ghost isn't having the sandwich. <laughs> and It's just like this crappy little sloppy joe with some olives for eyes.
0: Yeah, and he immediately starts yelling, like, he's like, I couldn't believe you used my dick for food! <laughs> and then he comes out as gay, like, immediately.
1: Yeah, it's like, now that I'm dead, I can finally admit
2: this to
1: I'm really gay. <laughs> But he also says that uh, he knows what's about to happen, that there's this poultry-based virus that's getting into the food, and it's being spread by the the angry spirits of the Native Americans. And to stop them, he'll have to find something. But before he can finish what he's about to say, the, the general comes in with a bunch of press people. And the walls are still coated with blood and stuff, too. And they're <laughs> obviously really disturbed by this. But he's like, oh, I, I, I bet you like the gore wallpaper we just put up. Right. And uh, to prove them that the food's good, he, he picks up the, the Paco sandwich and he just eats it. <laughs> Carl Jr., meanwhile. Earlier, he picked up a raw chicken off the ground. I don't know why it was on the ground, but he takes it to the back. And he's, like, pretending like he's on a date with it. He's talking sweet nothings to it and stuff like that. He pours some alcohol on it, too, and it starts bubbling. And he's he doesn't get weirded out by that because he's just too horny, I guess. So... <laughs> He keeps talking to it, and thankfully he insists on using the protection, so he puts a condom on and just starts fucking the chicken.
0: No, he pulls a condom from the back of his hat, and it's yeah. all brown and used already. <laughs> <laughs> it's all dry and shit, and he slops it on, and starts fucking this thing. And then he's even yeah. like, do chickens go in the back door? <laughs> or some shit like that. <laughs>
1: but then the chicken starts chomping down on his dick and it bites on and holds on to him and he starts spraying red and green blood all over the place cut back to the chicken and hummus finally just got done cleaning everything just as Carl comes in (laughs) and he just starts like a hose (laughs) just aiming his dick around just spraying as much stuff as he possibly can
0: he just keeps screaming like my dick
1: Well, Homus tries to get the chicken off by hitting it with the mop, but then she gets the idea of uh, shoving the handle up his ass, which works. It goes up through his ass out of his cross and it <laughs> shoots the chicken off. But then it seems like it kills him, and he falls to the ground. And the chicken starts bubbling and mutating as Denny comes in. And Denny is complaining about how everything that's going wrong is blowing his chance at finally starting his own franchise. Denny's. <laughs> then he realizes that's already taken
0: yeah but this chicken is bubbly because it just got completely covered dude and yeah. now it has like yellow like kernel looking things and like green bubbly things
1: uh-huh and the general comes in turns out Carl's not actually dead and Arby tries to take him to a hospital but the the, the general is like no 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 we can't have somebody seeing this outside and just keep pretending like nothing's wrong Arby pours some whiskey down to Carl's mouth. Uh, which causes Carl to start bubbling up some green liquid, and this time he dies for real. <laughs> the general goes outside to try and build up publicity. He decides he's going to give everyone free pieces of chicken. And like you said, the chicken at this point is like covered in yellow-green pus bubbles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross.
0: One guy even comes up and he's like, What's this bubbly shit? And he's like, uh, Those are our flavor pods. You'll love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: And Mickey, the lesbian, she's the first one to go up. And she, it looks like she's going to tell him off, but then she grabs the chicken and just starts eating it. And she's like,
3: this is the best chicken ever! <laughs>
1: yeah. And that immediately just wins the crowd over. So they all just go in on the chicken. Except for Wendy, though. She's very confused by this whole thing.
2: If you think free chicken will win us over, you are completely mad! <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Thank oh. you.
3: Used to say, "Hey, Junior, get over here with them matches. This cross ain't gonna burn itself. What?
4: (laughs) What? Uh, I
0: mean, uh, uh, this chicken
3: ain't gonna eat itself. Eat up, everybody!" bumps all over my chicken um those um those
4: are uh, our new flavor pods
2: ooh flavor
4: pods eat up everybody if
3: you love what you're eating here you ain't ate nothing yet come
2: on in
1: (laughs) everyone runs inside the restaurant to the general's office and it turns out mickey the lesbian was actually in the whole time she was just a plant to drop publicity for the restaurant and then afterwards they do a i don't know what you call it a a baby play (laughs) He he calls it a diaper play it's he dresses up as a baby and she has like boxes over her tits that have like chicken inside of them and she's like opening the boxes over his mouth to feed him
0: They were like to-go boxes, and then she would just open them, and their tits were in there with, like, lettuce and meat.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wendy walks in, though, and she asks why she did it, and the lesbian just says that it's for money. Like, (laughs) Why else? Meanwhile, though, everyone that's inside the restaurant is throwing up this green slime, and the general runs out, and he's still got the baby hat on, and he takes it off. (laughs) And everyone's saying, well, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is everyone throwing up? And the general says, oh, they're just throwing up because Tromaville is the bulimia capital of the world. Yeah. But Wendy's, Wendy's like, yeah, okay. If, if this food is so good, why don't you eat it? <laughs> and at this point, it's just the nastiest fucking thing, too. Like, I don't know what they did to the chicken to make it look like this, but... Dude, those bubbles
0: worked so perfectly because mm-hmm. they would literally come out of nowhere and pop and, like, smoke would trail out and shit. It was fucking yeah. rad.
1: I have no idea what they did to do that effect, but it's it's so good. Well, the general, he actually does take a bite out of it while everyone's looking. And he even tells them, I'm loving it. <laughs> but in the middle of his spiel, he suddenly has to take a shit, so he runs to the bathroom. He's, like, punching people and throwing them out of the way and stuff. He plops in on the toilet, and it just shoots out of him all at once.
0: <laughs> well, he grabs a handicapped dude on the stall and chucks him out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he also sits and just, just destroys the bathroom again.
1: Mm-hmm. And this whole time, Hall of the Mountain King starts slowly playing, too. So he looks into the toilet, and it turns out there's an egg in there. And the egg immediately starts hatching. And so the Hall of the Mountain King, as soon as the climax hit, jumps on his head, and it's like <laughs> biting his face and biting his nose off and stuff. So he's fighting the chicken, and he bites the head off, and green blood is spraying into his mouth and all of the walls and shit. And <laughs> it just dirties up the bathroom again. Wendy goes into the back, and she's throwing herself at Arby again. And he goes into this big spiel about why he hates her. But she's like, what? And he just takes her back anyway.
0: Of course, he's a bitch. Yeah. Fucking idiot.
1: Well, just then, Carl Jr., he walks in and he's all zombified. (laughs) (laughs) And a big chicken beak comes out of his face. His dick is still
0: the stick, isn't it? It's just flopping (laughs) back and forth. And and it has the head of his old penis as the tip of the thing. Yeah,
1: It gets stuck in the doorway, though, so (laughs) he can't move. And the general runs in and he says that the chickens are coming back from the dead. And, and all chaos is starting to break out. But just then, Denny starts getting into a story about how he was in, in, in Indianapolis and he ran into like a chicken truck. And it's 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 a parody of that scene from Jaws where he's talking about the sharks surrounding them in the water. But it's chickens instead. Uh-huh. But, but all the characters are surrounding him like kids at school. They're like sitting on the floor crisscross and just eating snacks and stuff.
0: I wrote it down as that scene in Dusk Till Dawn where, like, what's his name? The big black dude was telling his story, too, just as a sex machine was vamping out in the back. It's like the same (laughs) shit because the general now is, like, mutating to a chicken monster.
1: Yeah, exactly. Everyone's just sitting
0: for story time.
1: Yeah, while he's telling this whole story of the general is turning into a big egg, which hatches into a big chicken monster. And yeah, I think they put it in just because it's like in every horror movie it seems like there's always that one guy who just has like this big exposition story.
0: It's pretty gnarly when he's turning it into an egg though, dude, because like like first his his chest is hard and then it like pulls his mm-hmm. arms in and like squeezes his, all his blood fingers off and his fingernails peel off. It's cool,
1: uh, dude. Yeah. yeah. I,
4: I saw a bad chicken once. when I was delivering chickens up in Indianapolis. You were on that delivery truck route in Indianapolis? Oh, my God.
2: What happened? <laughs>
4: Japanese import slammed into us on our 90 RB. We was coming back from delivering some prime chicken. Grade A bird. Oh, it was the bomb now. Eleven hundred feathers went out onto the road. Our tires went flat in twelve minutes. Didn't see the first chicken for about half hour. Rooster, one footer. You know they say you can always tell the size of a cock by standing down from its beak all the way to its tail feather. Nobody knew we was out on I ninety that night no distress signal had been sent. Didn't have cell phones back then, and well, I couldn't afford a pager. When they got the signal. The chickens went cruising. And so that's when me and Larry, that was the guy who was riding with me, we formed ourselves in a tight circle and prayed that the chickens didn't see us. (laughs) Sometime a chicken will go away. Sometime it doesn't. thing about a chicken, Arby. It's got dead eyes, black, like a uh, sex doll. Then comes that terrible, high-pitched clock. Yeah, yeah, just like that, Arby. Yeah!
1: Well, the Colonel, he turns into the monster, and he runs in and just bites Denny's head off. Yeah. The remaining crew, which consists of the lesbian Mickey, Wendy, uh, Arby, and Hamas, are the only ones left. And so they they go outside to see that everyone's turned into chicken zombies, and it is utter chaos. The employees (laughs) are like, they have like a guy on a table, and they're hacking him to pieces and putting him in buckets to give to the zombies. One guy is commenting about how the restaurant is terrible and his guts are getting ripped open like in the <laughs> dawn of the day. As a lady gets her face ripped off and the old lady sits down and she's like, I know it's bad for me, but I just love the skin. Yeah, and her husband's like,
0: I hate the skin. And he's all—he's a human still and he's like freaking out. Yeah, People are getting fucked too, like left and right too. Like chicks are making out. They're all chicken <laughs> people though, but still.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sexy chicks are getting like blood squirted all over their tits and shit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's one lady in the back who's getting her face peeled by that electric saw thing, which Jesus. is so gross.
0: That shit always freaks me out.
1: Mhm. One guy gets his head split open like an egg, <laughs> they, like, fry it in the fucking pan. And then one guy gets his testicles ripped off, and they fry that, too. And they do-
0: they- they split one guy like- like the chicken bone or whatever, the wishbone, <laughs> and then the Make one up. guy turns he's like... <laughs> I wish I was a princess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, there's one chicken gets her titties out, but instead of getting eaten, the zombie's just like, oh, yeah. So she just starts dancing on the table.
0: Yeah, she becomes a go-go dancer.
1: <laughs> so on and so forth.
0: Did you see the whole uh, last one? Did you see the dude getting the, his own titties became eggs? And then yeah, they yeah, hatched yeah. out, and then like another chicken zombie comes over and just starts shoving meat down his
1: throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like force-feeding. Oh, my God. The remaining crew, they're getting descended upon by the zombies, and they're all surrounded. It looks like it's the end, but who else? But Lloyd Kaufman comes out with an M16 and just blowing everybody away, and he kills all the zombies single-handedly. He was like,
0: I was going to go postal at the job today, but this is <laughs> yeah. better. This and he has all these guns in the in the kid's toy section or whatever.
1: Yeah, they ask him where all the guns are. <laughs> he says he was saving them for the, the end of the day on the premiere, where he was going to go postal and just kill everyone. <laughs> Uh, He even kills a guy in the crowd who wasn't a zombie. He's like, oh, sorry.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The general comes out, and so Lloyd shoots him too, but just as he's about to finish him off, Denny comes back, and he doesn't have his head, but then a giant chicken head grows out of his... Dude, this is awesome. (laughs) This is so good. (laughs) Such a good effect. It has a wig on,
0: like, his actual hair. Yeah. And
1: bites Lloyd's head, bites Lloyd's nose off, and then he turns around and he starts just coating a bunch of Jamaican dishes, and she's Wendy's like, oh no, he's a black Cajun chicken. (laughs) Harvey takes one of the guns, though, and just guns him down easily enough. But then they decide to run to the window, and they see a a whole horde of people are surrounding the restaurant. And the lesbian comments that because the most of the restaurant is made out of windows, it's going to take less time than it would to <laughs> convince Wendy to become a lesbian. <laughs> and
0: he's like, oh no, soon these windows will become lesbians.
2: <laughs> 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 the fuck? Uh,
1: Wendy has an idea of how to stop them, though. She takes the open sign and she flips it around to close. <laughs> and they're like, oh man.
0: That's fucking genius, dude. That was really funny. <laughs>
1: Turns out Lloyd's still alive though, and they run over to him, and he laments about how shitty his life was, and about how Arby is all gonna end up exactly like him if he stays here. So they finally decide that they're gonna leave, but then suddenly a pregnant lady just comes from off screen, and she says that her child is missing.
0: No, she's a big fat beast pregnant lady. She's like <laughs> this. She's blonde with like a tiny shirt, and a cigarette in her hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: And Wendy's like, well, we can't leave now. There's a crippled child that's missing. <laughs> and then somebody's like, is the child really crippled? And the pregnant lady's like, if it helps. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all decide they're going to look, except for the lesbian, who she decides she's going to use the chicken costume to sneak through the crowd. And she actually makes it all the way out to her car, except she gets spooked by the Indian guy, who's not a chicken yet, <laughs> for some reason. No,
0: he just doubles up wasted, and she's like, oh no! <laughs> yeah it's like the scene from Shaun of the dead though like they just think she's actually a chicken patoo and it's cool yeah
1: exactly cut back to the inside and Arby convinces the uh the pregnant lady to look for her daughter in the back but well, there's definitely probably a monster back there but you can look <laughs> anyway and she's like yeah okay <laughs> it just runs off
0: <laughs> immediately it's, dies dude
1: immediately <laughs> okay. gets killed her head flies over and he catches it well, Carl Jr., he comes back out again to the <laughs> Poultry Guys theme, which is, like, one of the coolest songs in the whole movie. They fight him, and they fight him to the floor. And they're about to kill him, but Harvey just can't bring himself to do it. So he asks what their weakness is, and Carl's like, Scotch. And Harvey's like, you motherfucker, tell me what the weakness <laughs> is, and then I'll pour you a drink. Alcohol. This isn't the time. Stop fucking around. He's like, dude. <laughs> the weakness is alcohol
0: yeah it's fucking booze bro come on and then he <laughs> dies and he's like oh we'll never know
1: <laughs> he pours the alcohol down his mouth and it kills him it, that, that effect is cool too he bubbles over like fucking spike from the gremlins and he's just like a chicken skull
0: yeah and then Arby shakes his skeleton and he's like please <laughs> yeah. tell me and they're like dude he's fucking dead
2: <laughs> what are you waiting for kid Can- Beat it to death! Wait, wait a second. Carl
3: Junior, it's me, Arby. I know somewhere deep within the bowels of this creature you become lives the soul of the beautiful racist animal fucking inbred trailer trash I know and loved. So please tell us how do we stop them? Whiskey. <sighs> Carl, I need you to focus. First tell me how to kill them, and then I'll give you a drink. Alcohol, R.B., alcohol! Fine, be an asshole! Okay, you got your booze now, Rummy. Tell us, how do we kill them? I will not be ignored! Come on, you bastard!
4: Arby, it's dead.
3: Fuck! Well, now we may never know.
2: That sounded like a feathered, market-tested corporate mascot crashing through the back door. To the kitchen!
1: Well, Mickey, she comes back. And she tries to tell them what happened, but she dies. And then Wendy starts crying. And Arby runs away because he's jealous. And Wendy takes the mask off, and it turns out that Nikki's a chicken now. Yeah. And, and then she pins Wendy to the floor, and it turns out she has a chicken penis. Has a chicken head.
0: <laughs> well, dude, it came out of a monster-sized chicken vagina, though.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It was like a big dick chicken coming out. It was so cool.
1: That's awesome. And, and, of course, Arby and the priest, who's still alive for some reason, and, and Hummus... They're out front, and they hear all of this, and Arby's just thinks that she's being melodramatic, and he's like, this is what I hate about women. They just, <laughs> they, they, they don't want you until they want you, and it's yeah. frustrating. <laughs> and the Irish priest is like, yeah, but maybe she actually is in danger, though. And he's like, no, nah, that can't be right. <laughs> and eventually he's just like, well, I'm just going to go look anyway, whatever. So, of course, he sees what's happening. And Arby, he runs in, and for some reason, he just starts jerking (laughs) off the chicken. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to choke the shit out of this chicken head, and he starts punching it and slapping it. Yeah,
0: and then it just fucking (laughs) hoses his mouth and (laughs) just all over the walls and shit.
1: And just then, the Lloyd zombie comes, and he starts kicking his ass, too. So, Honus has to come back, and she drinks a whole gallon of bird steroids that they have, and she gets super jacked up and her eyeballs are popping out of her head and so. stuff
0: well she's like she plays the he-man music and she's like i have the power and then flexes yeah. and her eyes pop out and she dies
1: <laughs> yeah, she just <laughs> dies immediately <laughs> oh man <laughs> well Arby and wendy they run out to the front and the irish priest tries to stave them off first he has a crucifix and then he pulls out a fucking <laughs> copy of patch of the christ but but over Mel Gibson's name it just says like Christian lunatic or something like that (laughs) and then uh, they just fucking throw that away and he goes Hail Satan and they just stomp his head in Arby and Wendy they conveniently bump into a keg of beer that was just sitting in the corner for some reason and she tries to bring up that they can use it, but he's like, are you fucking drunk? We have to think of something to save us right now. But then he's like, wait, I'm remembering. The the the, the Indian guy, he wasn't affected because he was drinking the whole time. And he, he goes over all the, the foreshadowing that was done in the movie up to that point. And then as, finally when he gets to his conclusion, it cuts back and when he's already killed them, they're just yeah. like melted <laughs> on the ground. Yeah,
0: that's so funny, man.
1: Yeah. And they also have a joke about, oh, they're weak to it because alcohol is the number one weakness of Native Americans. And then he stops and he's like, well, it is because the white man tricked them and then we stole all their land and killed them. Right.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then one of the chicken employees goes to the sign and just turns it over again. <laughs> so all the, <laughs> the chicken customers come back. They try and spray some of them down. There's too many of them. And then Hummus, who apparently didn't die, she comes and gets them and takes them to the back. They're even like, why are you still alive? And she's like, I'll explain later. Just,
2: just come on. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> they go to the storage, and there's just a shit ton of eggs back here now. And they also find the lost girl, who apparently does exist. Well, they, hear, they
0: hear her crying, and Arby kneels down against an egg, and he's like, this is an egg! And then she cries again, he's like, <laughs> This isn't the girl, and they're like, dude, we found her, and he's like, oh.
1: Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like oh, well, uh, I'm glad we found her. Your mom's right here, and he gives her like, the give yeah, decapitated mom. Yeah,
0: hands her over her head.
1: But then the general chicken comes, and he corners them. And at the same time, all the chicken eggs are hatching. Harvey turns to Wendy, and he finally lays out the reason. He understands why she left is because he doesn't have any ambition. And Tim working this job finally showed him that, and blah blah blah. And then the whole time the general's waiting, and he's like, "Come on, man!" And everybody's like, "Just, just one second, like five minutes, I'll finish."
0: He's tapping his watch and shit, like,
1: "Come yeah. on!" Man. But then once he f- finishes, then the, the general breaks out into another musical number, and all the the hatch chickens are like singing too, as like part of the choir.
0: It's like a fucking tenacious D-bit, almost, where he's yeah. like, you have one last chance to convince me why you can live before I pluck your eyes out.
1: Exactly. And just as he's about to eat them. He starts getting gassy, though.
2: <laughs> and then he
1: just fucking explodes and falls apart. And it turns out it was Paco that killed him. And yep. Paco's like, turns out he can't handle Mexican. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he crumbles the floor, and Wendy's like, well, that was pretty
1: anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't like spray all over the place like everything else.
3: Would you like a last request before I pack your eyeballs out? Mr. Chicken, have
2: compassion! Before our bones you start mashing, can't you see that we're in love?
3: Sorry, I don't give a
2: fuck. We
3: just came to clock shit up! You show no love for the red-skinned man. You came, you saw you raped our land. You white devils are a fiendish breed! No, not love, just death and greed. But I love R.V. yes, it's true. into and the chickens, we love them too. Bullshit, that's just pillow talk. You lied to us as Plymouth Rock. The last thing that hear is a squat. The white man has destroyed our race. Spit in Mother Nature's face. Flightless bird, you love to eat. Consume you now. The new white.
1: The other chickens are starting to finally pile in, though. And then Arby gives an ultimatum. He's like, we can run away. Or we can try and fight them and potentially die and maybe save America. And Wendy's like, we can't let them destroy America. Which Hummus is like, destroy America! That's my cue! And she (laughs) takes her perker off and she's just this hot chick with blonde hair and a bikini underneath. And she just has, like, C4 strapped to her her whole body. (laughs) And RV meeting is like, Suck my dick, uh, let me hump you! <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like, he's like, God, Hummus, you're so fucking hot, I oh, yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah. But she gives him her whole spiel about how she's like, The only person who has the permission to kill America is me, and now, get out of here, I'm gonna kill myself for democracy. And they try to take Paco too, and he's like, I can't, I can't, I don't think America is ready for a gay Mexican sloppy joe. <laughs> So, Arby, Wendy, and the little girl, they all run out to the car, and the fucking building explodes all over the place. It's awesome, because the explosion is just a model of the restaurant that blows yeah. up, <laughs> and all the debris is just, like, foam cubes that they just fucking
2: throw
1: <laughs> <up>. <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, yeah, and before it blows up, Arby's like, oh, man, I forgot to clock out. Hold on, guys, let me just go back in. Yeah. There's one last jump scare, though. The the, the Indian guy runs up, and they're like, oh, he's a zombie, but then he throws up. And Wendy's like, no, he's just hammered. (laughs) (laughs) As they're driving away, uh, they have the little girl in the backseat, and Arby gives her a beer. (laughs) And Arby has his his final 80s, like, you know, I've learned something today from this. He's like, I'm not going to work any more dead-end jobs. And Wendy's like, yeah. And I think maybe I was just using protests as a way of not dealing with my own insecurities and then the little girl's like oh i'm starting to feel sick (laughs) and she shits out a giant egg that's like the size of her torso and this distracts Wendy enough that she's not seeing where she's going. So she ramps off a fucking car that's in the middle of the road. Dude. They fucking launch like 10 feet of the air and then flip over. And then when the car lands, it just fucking <laughs> explodes and they die. Yeah.
0: It's like a super long, slow mo. Fl- There's like a crowd around it, even. You know damn well, everybody <laughs> was. That was their money shot of the movie.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's so good. I-, I think it's my favorite ending to any movie. Dude, ever. It ha-
0: it's so good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And that's it. The credits roll. We get the uh, the poultry guys theme again, and the last few shots are some zombies reenacting the Thriller dance. And that's <laughs> that's poultry guys. That's trauma, baby.
0: Hell
2: yeah! Army, I don't feel so good.
3: Must be the beer talking.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah.
1: Before we get into the rating, I got a couple bits of trivia here. This film, Poultry Geist, it opened to a sold out crowd in New York City, and it actually became the number one grossing film over its opening weekend. Fuck yeah. And uh, the New York Times, when they were reviewing it, they compared Lloyd Kaufman to the artist Paul McCarthy. Not to be confused with Paul McCartney. Uh, Paul McCarthy is a guy who makes a lot of really surreal, disturbing, grotesque stuff that's very much in line with trauma, special effects, and stuff like that. And a final bit of trivia about uh, trauma: the company itself. They have a completely free trauma Dance Film Festival in Park City, Utah. Uh, they started in 1999, so 2019 would have been the 20th anniversary. And unlike Sundance and other festivals that claim to be independent, this is a quote from the website, uh, Trauma Dance charges no entry fee, no admission fees, and has a no, a strict no VIP policy. Uh, it's a showcase of all forms of truly independent art, including feature length and short films, animation, music, and live performance art.
0: Man, that uh, would be amazing to go to. I would love that. Yeah.
1: That's all the trivia I got, though. You got anything for us, Billy?
0: I got a lot. I had Elliot. to stop writing. Yeah, you want me just to get into it and then get to writing? Yeah,
1: reading? just dive in. All
0: right. So, the, right off the bat, Trey Parker and Matt Stone were set to cameo as Arby's parents. Nice. And they even shot the scene, but they scrapped it due to something I can't remember what it was. But they are credited credited in for being in the film.
2: Huh.
0: I have the total body count, uh, including mutant chickens, obviously. They counted it anywhere between 182 to 565. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And then Gabriel Friedman and Lloyd Kaufman actually recorded all the chicken sounds themselves. That's them doing it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And Roger Moore, you know, the, the reviewist or whatever, the film reviewist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he rated this movie really fucking bad. He gave it two out of fives. And he said... It the wear it wears its jokes out like all trauma films long before the last fifty gallon keg of fake blood is tapped. He says huh. it's a, it's a forty minute short struggling to escape a hundred and three minute feature. Big douche. <laughs> thumbs down. Fuck him.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah. I have a couple more. Oh yeah, Gabe Friedman was like really pissed at the final cut because you know I mentioned like the jiggly boobs and like mm. all the sound is crazy over the top, which is like a trauma. F- like normality but
1: yeah that's awesome he
0: was pissed when he when he reviewed it and he called it like a sophomoric attempt at whatever he claims it it would they got it from the flintstones library of sounds and he was pissed <laughs>
1: I, I, he just fundamentally didn't understand the tone of the movie. I guess.
0: I guess not and the last thing i had is poltergeist's budget was a surprising five hundred thousand dollars
1: wow that's awesome
0: yeah but when it finally released not these festivals and stuff it mm. worldwide grossed twenty two thousand dollars
2: 623 what? That's, yeah that's crazy it's
0: unreal dude but this was in 2006 i remember watching it the day it launched on uh what would it be called back then the on demand like the cable boxes yeah, and shit
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. i
0: remember watching it when it first came out and i was like I don't know how I think about this movie but then watching it as an adult like I won't spoil it but I was like this fucking rocks dude oh, it's so good Yeah. but that's it man that's all I had for trivia it, right. Trump movies rock it, oh, you know what I mean they're
1: awesome. yeah, no. they're like the ultimate low budget just yeah. like don't give a fuck like independent can do whatever the fuck you want so let's just do whatever the fuck we want if yeah, if, to if you're
0: gonna be offended you're clearly not the audience for this fucking movie like it's gonna throw literally everything at
1: you you know what i mean <laughs> in the most immature way possible so like right if, if- if you're going to get offended by something like that, then just don't even bother.
0: And literally most of the crew works for free. They're all just fans too, and they are gay, they are trans, they are everything, you know what I'm saying? Right. They are like they love this shit. It's, exactly. it's a fun environment. I bet it'd be really fun to make one, to be honest.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, Lloyd. I mean, maybe because he just, he liked doing independent stuff too much. I, I'm surprised that Lloyd Kaufman is a bigger name, like, uh... Who was it? Uh, blah, 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 blah. John Waters.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, everyone knows at least one of these movies. They might not know Lloyd, I suppose. But he's mm-hmm. just like a man of the people. I'm pretty sure he worked for like a really large company at one time and then didn't like that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, my buddy Joe, he's been on this podcast. He's a big movie guy and stuff. He had uh, like tro- a trauma like festival or something at Dundee like years ago. And mm-hmm. Lloyd flew in and everything for it. But like nobody uh, showed up oh man yeah it sucks dude and that um film society i go to out here they just announced he uh lloyd kaufman's flying in to uh premiere his brand new movie that hasn't been shown anywhere yet and i was like fuck i already had tickets to something else that night so like what do i do you know but i'm Mm -hmm. i'm fucking tempted man Dude, that movie fucking jams, man. Like the whole time, I was taking notes, and I was like just stopping because I was like, "Fuck,
1: just yeah. watch it. Yeah, exactly. You know, too.
0: yeah. Uh, uh, the special effects are sick for Emi. Two thousand six, man. It it was a fucking hell of a time, dude. High school was like so suppressive and crazy with all this war shit.
1: Exactly. It
0: was like it was so weird. It it almost made me, but it almost made me feel like twenty years from now. Or 15 years, whatever this difference is. Hmm. And we watch some fucking trauma. Maybe the one that I might see, you know what I mean? Is a parody of The Times Now where it's about some fucking disease and, like, all these bullshit politics that are making everything worse. You know what I mean? Like, you know it will be.
1: People just complaining about everything and getting offended by everything.
0: Yeah. You know damn well there's a reason why Matt Stone and Trey Parker love this shit because they do it. They are the (laughs) Lloyd Kaufmans of animation. They just get all the credit. Exactly. You know, they're literally doing poop and fucking shit, too. Titties and fucking... All, everything, so... Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Although, it, it, like, almost brought back those feelings, I guess, watching trauma growing up, and, uh like all like my dad watched all of them like i can't remember all their fucking names we even had a cartoon did you know that and then oh yeah yeah Yeah. early 90s or whatever
1: Uh, toxic avenger Toxy
0: and friends or whatever yeah (laughs) and it was like pg you know but then if like all that did was invoke us to go to the hall uh blockwood blockbuster video on fridays and be like oh yeah i'm gonna rent this trauma movie because i love his fucking characters exactly yeah i don't know man it was sick Want we'll to find another drama one? I there. I mean, I've seen a million. You know how you said that he re released or he made a new sequel to Newcom High? Yeah. I accidentally bought that on Amazon, thinking <laughs> it was the original Newcom High. Oh uh, yeah. Or this, there is a sequel to the original, so I, that's what I think it was. I think I was buying that, and then I went to watch it, and it said like 2019 or something, and I was like, what?
2: <laughs>
0: I'd never seen it. I, I own it, so we could watch that anytime, dude. Hell yeah! But
1: well, how many uh, <laughs> <laughs> boils on a piece of floor fried chicken would you give out of five for this movie?
0: How many flavor pods, dude? I would give how this thing like a fucking six, dude. This this I know, like we overblow our terrible movies that we watch, mm. but this movie is so fun. Like I said, if you're not easily offended, bro, this is like a highlight reel of like like insane high school humor. You know what I mean? oh yeah it's just all 9-11 jokes fucking Taliban <laughs> yeah. shit fucking uh <laughs> anti-corporations it's just the best dude it is it's like it's peak trauma it's literally trauma dude like with better special effects now because the special effects are actually pretty decent you know what i mean
1: for real yeah. yeah it's definitely one of those things where if you find yourself hanging out with too many people who try to go overly pc or like curb themselves and censor themselves just watching this movie is just like such a nice refresher just being like oh, oh yeah. yeah like you can just fucking say whatever you want
0: dude it's the best we get pov buttholes spraying poop at us we you know what i mean we get fucking dudes literally jerking off yeah. This just titties galore just titties the trauma always does but it's just titties man
1: it's just all over the place yeah
0: chicken or not i don't even care Ah, so good. The best.
1: Well, I think we've said about all we can <laughs> say. So, to everyone out there, eat some chicken this holiday. Uh, don't settle for turkey. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe not a fast food chicken. <laughs> fry, fry up some chicken yourself and uh, try and stay warm out there.
0: Until next time, this has been Dick Stockflicks. And those goddamn liberals, but God. <laughs> oh, that's
1: so good. But.
3: Hello,
2: everybody. <skill embossed>
3: <accumulated> this is a song all about the best garden food in the world. It's called chicken, chicken, chicken and corn. Chicken, chicken, chicken and corn. Chicken, chicken, chicken and corn. And corn. And corn. i love chicken and corn yeah well I just cooked up a big big bowl of hot chicken and corn there's plenty to go around so i'd be tickled pink if you try some of my... here we go chicken chicken
2: I love chicken and
3: corn. Well, you know what it's like when you come home from a long day at work. You don't want a beer. You don't
2: want a beer. You don't want a... Make a wish! I wish I was a princess. Oh, not in my face. Not in my... Get in my face. Yeah.
1: Alright, you ready? Yeah, man.
0: Let's go. Okay. You ready? Are you, who else are you asking? Alright. <laughs> okay.
1: Alright, you ready? Yeah. okay.
0: Too much
3: protein.
1: <laughs> Alright, you ready? Um, yeah. Okay.